Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress. Stress, anxiety, deficits, pain. We try and find the source. Where is it coming from? Doctors, life coaches, advisors. Try and find answers because we have none. Joy is gone. Patience is gone. Peace is gone. Then comes the diagnosis. Pain becomes chronic. Anxiety becomes clinical, stress becomes cyclical, but at least we have a name. What if the name is terminal? What if the name comes before attorney at law, so now your in-laws look at you like an outlaw? What if the name adds to the pain instead of relieving it? You can't close your eyes, but you're tired of believing it. Last hope turns to lost hope. For so long, we've named ourselves based off of circumstances. Hi, I'm sick. Nice to meet you, my name is divorced. Hello, I'm broke. Oh, all my friends call me depressed. But that's not our name. Our name comes from the one who called us. Our name comes from not our last hope, but our only hope. The hope that turns sadness to joy. The hope that turns brokenness to life. The hope that turns darkness to light. This hope has a name, Jesus. And through that name, depression is gone. Anxiety is gone. Chains are gone. When thoughts of my failure come, I can say not today, Satan, because shame is gone. Unexplainable peace, so stress, it's gone. A love that conquers all, so fear is gone. Doubt is gone. Worry is gone. Hope lights away, so darkness is gone.
Thank you.
thank you so much for joining us this Easter. We know that there's a lot of things that are trying to get our attention right now. We just thank you for allowing us into your homes because we know that God is there. And we're so, so glad to have this opportunity. And right now, I just pray blessing over you that, that, that we celebrate Jesus. God, we thank you for sending your son. And we recognize that this weekend is a celebration of who you are and what you've done for us. And God, I just pray that right now your spirit will just go into their homes, go into their bedrooms, into their kitchens, and their living rooms, wherever it is that they're watching this. And God, I just thank you that you are there and you are moving. God, I thank you for your healing power. You took stripes on your back so that we can walk in healing. And God, I just thank you right now for miracles, for provision. God, for peace. God, we know that you are there for us. That's why you sent your son, Jesus Christ. It's because you love us and you want want what is best for us. And God, I thank you that we can stand on that. Stand on your love in this season that where everything seems to be uncertain. God, we thank you for your truth in Jesus' name. Amen. Like I said, we're so glad that you were able to join us here this Easter. And so I want to send it to Pastor Steve with his Easter service for you right now. It is dark. Isolation has swallowed us. The walls closing in. Hospitals have filled to capacity. The shelves are barren. The streets are vacant. Businesses have shuttered their doors. Paychecks are in question. Lives are being lost. Fear runs rampant. Church parking lots are unused. The church doors are locked. Sanctuaries that were once filled with praise, worship, and glory have fallen silent and grown dark. Our heads drop. Our hearts, they fail us. It seems that hope can't be found, but this isn't a new day. This isn't as unprecedented as we've been led to believe. This path has been traveled before. In fact, we can read about a very similar day in Luke chapter 24, verses 13 through 21. It says this, that same day, two of them were walking to the village Emmaus, about seven miles out of Jerusalem. They were deep in conversation, going over all these things that had happened. In the middle of their talk and questions, Jesus came up and walked along with them, but they were not able to recognize who he was. And he asked them, what's this you're discussing so intently as you walk along? They just stood there, long-faced, like they'd lost their best friend. Then one of them, his name was Cleopas, said, Are you the only one in Jerusalem who hasn't heard what's happened during the last few days? He said, what's happened? And they said, the things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene. He was a man of God, a prophet, dynamic in work and word, blessed by both God and the people. Then our high priests and leaders betrayed him. They got him sentenced to death. They crucified him. And we had our hopes up that he was the one, the one about to deliver Israel. Did you hear it? The despair, the dread, the deep sighs from soul level are released out of these two men. Sandal clad feet drug heavily on the rocky, dusty path home, interrupted by a silly and clueless stranger who says to these two men, what happened? These two men state that their hope 
is gone. Our hopes are up, but now this man that we thought was the one is dead. Hope's crushed, hope's destroyed, hope has been lost. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like today? We had hoped that there would be a quick solution. We had hoped that there would be a quick cure. We had hoped that our community would be spared. We had hoped that no one we know or love would be impacted. We had hoped our employment would, be, would not be jeopardized. We had hoped that our family would be whole. We had hoped that our future would be bright. We had hoped we wouldn't have to deal with the consequences of our choices and actions. We had hoped that our lives would have turned out differently. Our hopes were up, but now we can relate to these two men on the road. They've been thrown a curveball. They were expecting a different ending. Their dreams have been crushed. Their plans have been thwarted. Hope seems to be a thing of the past. Then they arrive at their home. Their village is in sight. The stranger acts as if he will continue on alone. They invite this odd guy to join them for dinner. They enter their home. They sit down for a bite to eat. And the stranger takes the bread and he breaks it. And the men's eyes are opened. Perhaps they saw the broken hands that held the broken bread. It was in that moment that they once again found hope. I understand why they had their hope revived. They saw his hands. I understand why their fear fled. I understand why their worries were washed away. I understand why their exhaustion exits. But where can we find hope? Where can we see his hands? Wait a minute. I think maybe that I know where we can find hope. hope because I see his hands. The hope that is found in the name of Jesus can be found at home in us. The hope can't be contained or chained up inside a church. The hope of the world has been deposited and now has been released into everyday folks just like you and me. Colossians 4 7 says this, it is Christ in you that is the hope of glory. Why? It is so that as we let the light of Jesus shine through us in our everyday life, that hope can be found. It is as you raise up the next generation, as you continue to grow spiritually, as you commune with Him, as you sing His praises, as you meet the needs of those who are hurting and serve the community around us, that Jesus walks the streets of our town. Through our hands helping people find hope and find Him. There is hope in the name of Jesus. The home of that hope is us. If people are going to find hope today, then they will find it when they find Jesus in us. What we want you to hear and see in us is that our hope can't be found on shelves or in sanctuaries. Our hope can't be found in doctors or drugs. Our hope can't be found in churches or in checks. However, hope can still be found 
Even if you find yourself on a dark and lonely path, much like the two men once walked, maybe your head is down, maybe you are overwhelmed, disappointed, afraid, or perhaps at wit's end, the hope of Easter morning is that the same stranger that interrupted their journey can show up on your road too. The only difference today is that the stranger that can bring you hope is probably going to show up looking very much like someone you already know. Those of us who know Jesus are bringing Jesus to you. Why? Because we know that hope can be found in one name and one name only. Jesus is our only hope. That is why we can sing, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is seeking sand. All other ground is seeking sand. We offer you hope today because a stranger came to this earth. He died on a cross. He was buried in a tomb. But on the third day, on Easter morning, he came back to life after destroying the power of sin and the grave so that we could have hope of relationship with God. He's on your road today because we're on your road today. I want us to pray. I want us to pray that on this Easter morning, if you're consumed with hopelessness, that you would find the hope that is in the name of Jesus. He lives in us and we're offering him to, to you today. Would you pray with me? Jesus, I ask you to travel my road today. I ask you to come into the middle of my hopelessness, right in the middle of my fear, in the middle of my dread, and turn my life around. I surrender my heart and life to you today. I put my hope in you. I put my trust in you. I put all of my dreams in you because I know that you can change everything. I ask you to become the Lord and the Savior of my life. And I give you glory in Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer this morning, then you've discovered that there is hope and it is in the name of Jesus. And now you, along with the rest of us, have the mandate to share that hope in our homes, in our daily lives, in our daily walk. As we walk into a room, Jesus walks into that room with us and we have the privilege of sharing the hope that is in the name of Jesus with the entire world. Happy Easter. Welcome to a life filled with hope. Thank you so much for joining us this Easter weekend to celebrate the life of Jesus. Our prayer is that you've given your heart and life to him as well. What better day to find life than on the day that he came back to life? If maybe you prayed a prayer with me during service, gave your life to Jesus, then I wanna encourage you to text the number that you see on your screen, text the word SAVED. We will make contact with you and get you some really good materials to help you on this new journey with Jesus. Also, just want to remind you that just because we're not meeting in a building does not mean that we're not together online. You're going to see on your screen an online social media calendar that will help you stay connected. There's something for every age group, children, teenagers, and adults alike, and we want you to take advantage of that. Also want to challenge you and encourage you to remain faithful in your act of worship that we call giving. On the screen, you can see two different ways to give. One is online. Another is to text to give. You'll see the number on your screen. Remain faithful. God is proving himself so faithful to us and to so many people in our church right now. 
simply because they're giving faithfully. I encourage you to remain faithful as well. Then last but not least, next week, we start a brand new series. I want you to watch this video and make sure you tune in. It's gonna be powerful. Thanks again for joining us. It's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry. To find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online, visit www.passionchurch.tv. Remember, you can't live without passion.